We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, time to update the confidence contest. To review, we pick four games against the spread. We pick any four games we want, and we order them in order. Four, three, two, one. Four is our most confident. Three, two, one. You get as many points if you get it right. Bill, last week, three for four. See, uh, you picked up wins with Notre Dame covering, BYU blowing out USF, and Florida barely covering over Utah. And uh, I had the one-point cover. That's it. I missed my two, three, and four-pointers. I got the one-point cover, and it wasn't impressive as UNC (laughs) covered a a one-and-a-half-point spread with a 63-61 victory at Appalachian State. So the season scoreboard right now is Bender 12, Trochi 3. Like I said, I'm the Oregon Ducks. I got to pick myself up off the canvas and regroup for the long season ahead. Um, again, you have the honor. You won the week. Why don't we do this? You go your four pointer. I'll go my four pointer. We'll go back and forth. Four, three, two, one. Who is your four pointer for week two? We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. According to indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
it's a dangerous four pointer, but um, Baylor three and a half point dog on the road. Um, and we can go off whatever line you have, like we can adjust it. So it's just for, for, so we're con that's the one I saw three and a half. That's a good game. Baylor and BYU before last week, before the rankings moved, this was at one point, the only game between ranked teams, Baylor handled them last, last year. I know it's a tough game on the road. I know BYU is good, but it looked like Baylor didn't miss a beat with being able to control a game with their offensive line. And that travels. When your offensive line plays well, if you can do that on the road and your defense plays well, and Dave Aranda's star continues to rise, I mean, they're a top 10 team. Here, the top 10 team road underdog. I'm going to trust the Bears. I can see that. I looked at that game. It was too close for me, but I, you know, because you can make a case for BYU too. But anyway, my four pointer based on the superstar profile by Bill Bender last week. Washington State quarterback, Cam Ward. The Cougars getting 18 and a half points in Madison this week. Week two, uh, I like the Cougars to cover that number. Wisconsin might win. 18 and a half is too much for me. I think uh, Washington State is this. They've been gearing up. They've been looking at this game. They had an Idaho opener. They, did, they looked a little sluggish against Idaho. Part of me thinks they're thinking ahead to Wisconsin. Uh, the Wisconsin game is here. It's a lot bigger game for the Washington State program than it is for the Wisconsin program. And like I said, 18 and a half, I'm going to take the points. Yeah, I, I like it. Um, that If he makes a couple plays in the passing game, I don't think they're going to win. Now, if they take it in the fourth quarter and he, Cam Ward poses some problems for Wisconsin, yeah, could be interesting. Um, their offensive line has to hold up, though. They were a little sloppy, like you said, a little sluggish in that game, and Wisconsin is going to continue to grind it out. Graham Mertz did look efficient in their opener, albeit against a much inferior opponent. And Braylon Allen had the 90, I think it was a 96 yard touchdown run. So I, I like your bet though. I like, I like the confidence and I thought about that one and I probably should have had to been required to do that. So I'm, I'm good <laughs> with that pick. Um, my three is Alabama. I'm just going with, I like betting on the big game because that's one that you, you research. I think, I think they're going to come out and make one of those statements that we've been accustomed to seeing over the years, whether it was when they went to the blackout at Georgia or when they went down to the swamp at Florida and just totally remember that game where they went down to the swamp and just totally destroyed Florida. And it was over at halftime. I think this is coming that they're sitting on the, uh, we saw what Georgia did. Now let's you, we're going to show you what we can do and, and kind of send a message to Texas A&M along the way. So Texas may catch the stray that was intended that is going to be directed at Texas A&M in a month. Texas may catch the first like, oh, this is and I do like yours. Like I said, I like I like his kind of playmaking ability. But if he can't hit the deep ball against these guys, they're going to be in trouble. And I, I like Alabama to cover that 20. If it got to 21 and a half. I would probably take Texas, but 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 since you got that hook, 20 and a half, I'm going to go ahead and take Alabama as a three. Nick Saban is going to be trying to get into Arch Manning's head. He's like, you really want to go to Texas? You come to Alabama, son. You haven't Correct. signed anything yet. You right. haven't signed anything. Right. He could be trying to have a last last. Tip. That is a good subplot. He could have a pitch to, to Arch Manning by running up the score and, and embarrassing Texas. All right, my three-pointer. I'm going with Arizona plus 10 at home against Mississippi State. 
Mississippi State looked pretty good last week, but uh, they don't travel very often uh, in the non-conference. I think it's going to feel weird for them. Arizona State, extremely impressive uh, at San Diego State. I think it was 38 to 20, but they, they gave up like a fluky block punt touchdown. They really controlled that game um, against the San Diego State team that's expected to be pretty good, always has a good defense. Uh, you called Arizona, and, and Jason Dolores uh, uh, was a key transfer in the offseason. You proved to be right on that one. I'm going to take the Wildcats plus 10 as my three-pointer. Yeah, I mean, that's not a bad pick at all. I mean, Arizona could be one of those super dogs as well. So I like it. I think we, we're, we're going to hit these. Um, for my two, I went right to the alma mater, right? Ohio Bobcats traveling to Happy Valley, 24 and a half point underdogs. Um, and I'm just going to remind everybody that, that. So I got a quick story for you. When I was with Sporting News in 2012, and I told. We were sitting in an editorial meeting. There's a couple people left in the building that can attest to this story. Um, I told our editor at the time, I said, Ohio plays Penn State in the opener, and we're not just going to, we're going to win the game. Like, and everybody laughed and thought it was hilarious. Oh, the Mac kid is funny. And they won 24 to 14. And they, do they quite frankly, they dominated the game. So, it was a very big win for the Bobcats. And then I tried the same speech the next year against Louisville and Teddy Bridgewater and Louisville beat them by about 40 points. So <laughs> I'm not always right. I do think they can cover a 24 and a half. Um, Penn state still kind of Penn state's going to win the game probably by three touchdowns, maybe two, but um, Curtis Rourke at quarterback, like the offense, I don't think Ohio is going to stop them, but I could see this being like a, mm, like 42-21 type game, and, and OU slips in a cover, and why not? It's the alma mater. I'm going to see if they can go to Happy Valley and have a good time. Penn State should be 0-1, says somebody who picked Purdue All right. last week, and they were unable to run out the clock. Um, so my two-pointer, I am going to go right here in Atlanta. UNC, North Carolina, is coming. To visit Georgia State, seven-point favorites. I like North Carolina to cover this one. They barely covered it at App, App State, but their offense looks great. Their defense can't be as bad as it looked. Um, that was a, just a, a weird game that got out of control in the fourth quarter. They were very much in control, obviously. A couple of penalties uh, in the fourth quarter, extended App State drives. If North Carolina, they were questionable. Like North Carolina was very close to getting off the field a couple times and maintaining a decent control of that game before all the wheels came off. So I feel like North Carolina can cover the seven uh, here in Atlanta. So for two points, I'll take the Tar Heels minus seven. That's over a Georgia kind State. Of, I didn't see that one. I might have taken that one too. That seems like easier than it should. So my one is um, Hawaii, 51-point underdog <laughs> at the big house. I, I, I just wanted to mention this game. So this is my way of getting it in. I, I think that's an absurd spread. I I know how much better Michigan is than them. And I know J.J. McCarthy's starting, and I know this is potential to blow up. But Michigan just isn't a team that, like, even when they blew out Colorado State in week one, it was a methodical blowout. Like, I do think if Hawaii can score a touchdown in this game, a touchdown, not a field goal, a touchdown, and get to seven – that it, it, it feels like 56 to seven, you know, 55 to seven. And I think with McCarthy starting, 
there's going to be like a get in, get out type deal. And, and that's what they tried to do against Colorado State. Could see a lot. I mean, Hawaii's bad. Hawaii might be the worst team in college football right now, but what are you supposed to do when you're handed a 51 point spread? You have to take the underdog. You have to. Bill, my alma mater. I know. I know. Finished 128th in the country in scoring last season. And we did not have an influx of talent over the offseason. And we just put up 63 on the road right. at Hawaii. Just just, just letting you know that. And, and they got smoked again. But I'm, I'm <laughs> this is the largest spread in Michigan history. And I looked, uh, I saw, uh, you know, one of their beat writers tweeted that. And they, I do remember the game when they were a 45 and a half point favorite over UMass. I mean, Big Ten teams don't see, Ohio State sees spread, spreads like this. Michigan doesn't get to the 40 point spread often. So, and they did not cover that game. I remember it was like 50 to 10. So I could see you're basically telling me that it's seven touchdowns in a field goal without the other team scoring. And it could very well happen, but you know what? I'm going to give Hawaii some credit and uh, see where that 51 point spread takes me. JJ McCarthy's going to try to run up the score all by himself. He wants that starting job for the Michigan quarterback. My number one pointer is going to be Army plus two at home against UTSA. UTSA looked great against Houston. I feel like it's a it's going to be a, a letdown game for them. Uh, very disappointed. They they weren't able to pull off the upset against Houston. I'm sure they've been looking at that game all offseason. Big game for them. Um, Army acquitted themselves pretty well against Coastal Carolina, who's going to be really good this year. Uh, they got beat, um, but I like Army at home. Uh, you know, UTSA has been just focused on Houston, like I said, the, the, the whole offseason. Now they got to face a, a, a talented Army team, a good Army team who actually threw the ball a little bit uh, successfully against Coastal Carolina. They've been good for the past couple of years. It's a weird offense to prepare for. So I'm going to say Army gets the W at home against UTSA. All right. So those are our picks. Once again, ba uh, Bill's taking Baylor minus three and a half against BYU, Alabama. Minus 20 and a half. You're going with big spreads this week the rest of the way. Alabama minus 20 and a half at Texas. Ohio plus 24 and a half at Penn State. And Hawaii plus 51 at Michigan. Game starts, you're up 51 to nothing, Bill. I know. Good. I'm, I'm going to take it. <laughs> My four-pointer, Washington State, 18 and a half point dogs at Wisconsin. Arizona, 10-point dogs at home against Mississippi State. North Carolina, Seven-point favorites on the road at Georgia State and Army, a plus-two favorite uh, – sorry, plus-two uh, dog at home against UTSA. Let's wrap it up with a trivia answer, Bill. Who replaced an injured Colt McCoy in the 2009 National Championship game, came in, threw two touchdowns, threw four interceptions, and was on the losing end of Alabama's 37-21 to victory? It was Garrett Gilbert. And I, I'm trying to think where all – he may have ended up at multiple places after Texas. No, just one transfer. I actually did look at this. Was it SMU? Yes. Yeah, so he ended up there. And the 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 I know he's the answer to the trivia question, but the, the bad part of that – and Quinn Ewers was actually – I listened to his media availability thanks to Chris Hummer from 24-7 Sports. He sent it to me. He's down there in Texas. Everybody should follow him. He sent me Ewers' availability from Monday – and um, 
Ewers was asked about Colt McCoy getting hurt in that championship game. And like, you know, he remembers Colt getting hurt. Everybody remembers that because you probably could have turned your TV off after that. And, and that's the sad part is had Colt McCoy played, that would have been an Alabama price still wins, but I think it would have been infinitely more interesting, you know, like to see what that Texas team would have done against them. That was a very good Texas football team. Mac Brown's last really good one. And, um, Man, I can't believe it. It's been 13 years. So, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. Okay. Very good. All right. You nailed that one. Just like you nailed almost all your against the spread picks last week. Uh, We will see everyone. Thank you for coming, listening to the CFB Nation All-America podcast. Uh, Bill and I will be hopping on some Twitter spaces on Saturday, reacting to whatever games that – Probably after the Alabama-Texas game in the noon window, we'll uh, chat. You can find us uh, on the Sporting News uh, Twitter handle uh, as we kind of dissect that game. We'll see if uh, Alabama does throw the beat down that Bill sees coming. And uh, we will see you back on this YouTube channel or on the podcast network, CFB Nation, All-America Podcast, next Wednesday. Thanks, Bill. Thank you. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com